Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Let's jump right into it. If you're tuning in, that's right. Steve Reiser is on the injured list. So you're going to have the main guys tonight rocking what would be the best picks of the week for you. But welcome to season two, episode six, our 61st episode recording in the beautiful home studio in San Antonio, Texas. I'm your host, Ernest Silva. This is Into the Lab. We are going to be live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter tonight. Again, you can comment your picks as we go through it. Gets you a chance at a $25 gift card. If you can beat us, that's even better. You get a chance at a Madden, a copy of Madden. Since I don't know if our Madden person ever responded to yeah, you, Paul. No. That's a no. no. So if you no. can beat our record, then you will go ahead and get that copy of Madden sent right to you. But all right. All social platforms at the Sport Gene, Facebook, on, on Twitch, on Twitter. I'm winging this. Let's go. This, this episode is brought to you by Blue Collar Media where you can find them on www.bluecollarmg.com. All the best sports topics, articles, and these guys on there with their podcasts as well. And this episode specifically is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy, www.thrivefantasy.com, where you can place your sports bets on all your favorite athletes and teams across any sport imaginable. We are back with our NFL Pick'em episodes. And, of course, as always, we are going to introduce everybody. So, announcer, bring us in to start us off right. All right, from Winnipeg, the 2019 ITL NFL Pick'em champion making his season two return at the Phantom Jazzy, Miles Bloomquist may be making an appearance. We wanted to give him an intro. We're excited for him to share his story, um, and so we will see that soon. But, of course, next we're going to go through the ever-so-complicated intro of Dre Rogers. Give me one moment. Give me one moment. Give me another one. And there's no sound. Perfect. Slow mo, baby. First mute. <laughs> so what they said was from Bali, Indonesia, the commissioner of the ITL Dynasty <laughs> League. <laughs> at Dre two one two four, Dre Rogers will be joining us shortly. As I love those things, we didn't have any sound. But let's go on to the main crew from Pittsburgh, co-host of the Puckleheads podcast and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group. Twitter handle at Steel Curtain PEH, the man with the most interesting name in the world, just Paul. What's up, fellas? Two things. I need your address to give you free stuff. So take that down right now. Whoever wins this $25 gift card, you can get me at Steel Curtain PEH and I will give you free stuff. Two, we're without Steve, and I love to hear that Miles is back. It's a great part of the family. So uh, let's have a great show tonight and let's do it. Awesome. Yes. If you win, you cannot get your stuff unless yes. you message Paul. 
Yes. At Steel Curtain PH. All right, for future reference, from Wagner, co-captain of the BCMG stream team and college football expert at D-Dog underscore 1123, Davis Cordova. What's up, guys? Uh, catch my Twitch channel in a couple of next weeks. Let me rephrase that. Here in the next couple of weeks, uh, <laughs> uh, catch me streaming some NCAA football. It's been a long day. So. That's all right, David. It's been a long day for everybody. From Regina, co-host of the Frostbite Sports Podcast at Frostbite Pod, Jet Folk. What's up, guys? Uh, this is your uh, daily reminder that it is of the utmost importance for the Indianapolis Colts to burn Phil Rivers at the stakes. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> and, and sign Rodrigo Blankenship to a lifelong deal. And sign Rodrigo Blankenship. That man leads kickers in fantasy football. From North Battleford, joining us from the Boomtown Podcast, at Andrew Kahn. Andrew Kahn. I wonder if Rodrigo can throw touchdowns. Anyways, hope everyone had a great week. And uh, let's get into it, boys. Well, we do know Andy Dalton can, but we'll get into that shortly. All right. So, from Guilford, making his return back into season two with his fantasy team, probably 5-0 and right now. No, Chris Remick. No, sir. Uh, we are sitting a solid three and two right now. Uh, my running back core is looking a little uh, tough. Thank you, Kenyon Drake, for disappointing me. Zach Ertz, you too. Special shout out to those guys. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to be back and uh, talking about some sports. As you can see, clean shaven, cut the hair, new look, uh, new, new season. NBA's over, ripped to the Celtics, but congrats to the Lakers. And, yeah, I'm just uh, happy to be back. We'll talk about those Lakers, too. But new look, who dis? Chris Remick at Asian Tatum, if I didn't say that earlier. All right, let's end up our intros here. From Regina, the man who is leading the football minds with the basketball podcast from the Shooter Shoot podcast at Shooter Shoot Pod, Kenny Cotterell. Thanks for having me. The man of many words. But all right, we got a three-round lineup for you today. First round is going to be a lot of news and some updates from the gang about some NBA and NFL updates. Big one about Dak Prescott. I really expect the debate to get heated for that. And then we're going to try to hear from Miles Bloomquist. We're going to search for Miles for a little bit. And then we're going to go right into our pickums, which is primetime picks. We got some good matchups this week, some undefeated matchups again. And then we'll go into our fire round picks to end the evening. Hope you're with us. Stick with us throughout the whole thing. If you're listening on the podcast, you can zoom right over to probably the 28, 30-minute mark if you don't want to hear the nonsense of the news. But let's jump right into it uh, right after the bell. Round one, league news and updates. All right, round one for your ITL Network champion sports scientist. Here we go. We're going to talk about some news, and we're going to talk about the Read All About It segment, which is going to be in the NBA first. Uh, but first, Miles, Miles, sorry, Davis Cordova and I are competing again online streaming. We tried to do it last night, but uh, my daughter Lily decided there was other things happening, so I had to jump off. But we are still looking for win number 40 together, and so hopefully that happens this week. Go to our channels. Davis, tell them where your channel is. Uh, it's at Twitch. It's uh, ddog underscore one one two three. And same with me, it's twitch.tv slash the sport gene, sport gene everywhere. You can find us. Let's talk NBA. And Kenny, I'm going to start with you. Los Angeles Lakers are your NBA champions. And so I know you're all smiles. How do you feel today? 
Uh, I mean, the effects haven't quite worn off yet. Um, very excited, obviously, that they won the title. I was one of their biggest skeptics all year. I didn't know if they really had the depth to get it done. And I mean, they, they proved me wrong for sure. I think at the start of the year, I had the other team in LA winning the title as much as it pained me to say it, but it was a great championship run. I'm happy for guys like Dwight Howard who finally get a championship. You know, he had a great uh, early part of his career before going through some of his own troubles. And then to see him win a ring is nice. And Anthony Davis as well. And uh, it's great to see LeBron get a fourth as well. I'm not going to talk about the GOAT debate at all because, you know, that's being exhausted to death on my Twitter timeline right now. So I uh, just super excited for the Lakers. Hope that I hope that they can run it back next year. Yeah, perfect. And I, I'm not going to really, t we're not going to talk about LeBron's GOAT debate at all with, with MJ. I think everybody on this panel agrees unless somebody doesn't agree. Is LeBron not the GOAT? Does somebody not agree with that on the panel? That LeBron is not the GOAT? MJ is the GOAT. Does everybody agree with that or we have debates? No? Oh, I like that then. I'm sorry, Kenny. I'm going to talk about it then. If we don't all agree, that's going to happen. All right. So, Andrew, Andrew, you say, you say that MJ is not the GOAT. So, you think LeBron is the GOAT? No, 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 no. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Jordan, yes, arguably the GOAT. But LeBron is making a case to be – if he goes next year and he wins it, I have to say he is. I'm sorry. Interesting. Jet, did you agree with it or did I just see you kind of stutter like I can't believe he's opening the can of worms here? Uh, a little bit of that. A little bit of I didn't quite understand if you were saying if Jordan was the GOAT or not. Yeah, I believe Jordan is the GOAT. So I'll just okay. put it there. Does anybody not agree with that? James Harden? No? Okay. He's in, he's in, he's in a close third. <laughs> close third. Close I went third. I went super deep into this for like five minutes, just went on a rant with Harrison on our pod about like how much I hate the debate. It wasn't even about picking a side. I just went off about how ridiculous it is right now. Well, congratulations, Los Angeles Lakers. They tie for most championships for a franchise in NBA history, which is awesome. Uh, let's steer a little bit to different players. Dwight Howard, guaranteed Hall of Famer, yay or nay? Yeah. Yeah, I guesses. So. Andrew's giving me a no Yeah. for those on the no. podcast. Lots of yeses. Andrew with a no. Andrew, I'm going to go to you again. Why is Dwight Howard not guaranteed in? No, he's his inconsistent play throughout the years would be the only thing that I would have a factor on him making it. Um, he is one of the most dominant bigs when he played in Orlando for sure. He was great. And then it just seemed like it was that Dwight thing where he just goes to team, to team, to team, to team. And I don't think that makes a Hall of Famer in my mind. It, he won a championship, and I'm, I'm happy for him in that aspect in year 16 but I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy. It's hard to stay consistent when you've gone through eight teams in like six years. And the injuries too. Uh, I yeah. don't know about hold that against. I guess Dwight Howard for me with, with all of his defensive accolades as well as his Hall of Fame. I mean, his all-star appearances and his ability to win a ring. I think he's in, he's in for me. Um, J.R. Smith building up his ring database there. Oh, I thought uh, that you were going to say Hall of Famer for a second. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, no, I wasn't gonna go there. I mean, I might as well talk about Dion Waiters too. But no, let's 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 keep it real. J.R. Smith building up his ring database, um, and uh, big Anthony Davis conversation. Does this raise Anthony Davis's uh, status in where he where he ranks in the NBA right now? Where did, what did it do for y'all? And uh, Chris, I'm gonna start with you because you're also my NBA guy. Does Anthony Davis go into top seven five category for you? Or was he already there? 
Uh, Skill-wise, um, I think we had a conversation about this like earlier in the season when we're talking about uh, AD and if he could really be the second guy to LeBron because of his questionable playoff history. And um, he's always, in my opinion, been a top 10 guy um, skill-wise. And I think that just pushes him up to the earlier half of that. I don't necessarily – I wouldn't necessarily say he's top five um, right now just because I don't have the entire list of players with me. I'd have to look at everybody, make sure I'm taking everybody into account. But um, if he's not in the top five, he's top six or seven. Okay, so top six or seven. Anybody still have him outside the top ten? I never uh, had him outside the top ten. I didn't either. I just want to make sure if anybody did, you're probably wrong. So just wanted to make sure that that was aware. Well, Steve probably had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus. That's true. Because he's not here to defend himself. So this is just fun for me. Most of Team but USA that is, was in That is actually team. correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? Is it, Dre? Welcome, Dre. You missed your intro. That's all right. As long as it said Kenny sucks, I'm okay with it. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate my fantasy football team name. It's understandable. Well, without Steve, I gotta take my anger on, out of out on somebody. So Kenny, Kenny's next. <laughs> that makes absolute sense. Let's talk about the sport that we need to. Congrats again to the Los Angeles Lakers. But let's switch to the NFL, as I think Miles. Uh, maybe making his debut next week. Let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. That's the big news right now that most fantasy players are kicking themselves for keeping him on your bench and hoping he <laughs> revitalizes in the second half of the year and then now he doesn't have a team. Antonio Brown doesn't have a team. Le'Veon Bell doesn't have a team. Le'Veon Bell, I'm going to start with you, Paul. You had him on your team for a while there. Um, does he play again? Where is he suited? Oh, he definitely plays again. Um, you know, I never had a problem with him in Pittsburgh. I mean, he was always a good teammate. He just wanted more money than the Steelers were willing to pay. Um, and that was basically the end of it. Um, I think he definitely plays again this year. I actually honestly think he'll be signed before next week. Um, I, I, I said Chicago right out the gate, and I'm going to stick with Chicago. Um, but there's a couple interesting fits I've seen today. Um, the cards would be an interesting fit. Um, the Patriots would obviously be an interesting fit. Um, Kansas City, I think they're they're having buyer's remorse on uh, uh, Clyde Henry because he cannot punch it in. We've seen it now a third of the way through the year. He is not the goal line back for them. So um, Le'Veon Bell does have a nose for the end zone. So, uh, but I'm going to stick with the Bears. Andrew, I'm going to talk to you next. I know Kenny kind of got off screen, so I'm expecting him to come back. But who do you? Where do you think Le'Veon ends up, and and where's a good fit in your opinion? I would say I like the Bears' idea. I think David Montgomery's shown flashes, though, that he's a very good, capable number one. Um, I would say I like the Chargers with that offense, just the way that Herbert's been moving the ball. I like Jackson. Eckler's injury opens up that spot quite a bit. I don't think they're quite sold on Kelly yet. So I would say the Chargers with Bears for sure would be my one or two. Yep. I, I definitely like those spots. Dre. I appreciate you joining us. I love the streets of Bali. Every time you come on, I just get distracted just a little bit more. Uh, where do you see Le'Veon Bell ending up? I I pretty much think he's got, he wants to go to a winner. So that crosses the Bears automatically. I like, I really like the Cardinals and uh, that wild card about the Chargers is also a good idea. 
Now, if he just wants to go and relax and kick back and do any and do nothing, he can go to the Buccaneers, and Steve can get his jersey now. So, Le'Veon Bell jersey, Steve. There you go. Perfect world, right? That is perfect. We've heard Chargers, Chiefs, Bears, Buccaneers. I'll add the Dolphins as being another one of those rumored spots because he works out in Miami and. He said he would rather be there. So any other locations you guys have heard across? Jet, Chris, Kenny? I just wanted to add on to Dre's part there. One uh, very interesting thing about the Buccaneers is that they have an incredible line, yet their run rank is awful. Um, I think it'd be a super beneficial move for both the team and Bell for him to go to Tampa Bay. Um, also, uh, people have completely forgotten, and I think it's because Adam Gase is a ter- terrible coach, that you can line Le- Le'Veon Bell up as a slot receiver, and he plays that just as good as any other slot in the league. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want a threat like that when you saw how much success Tom Brady found with James White throughout his career? So that's where I'd go. I think that speaks volumes for the Bears as well, considering Tariq Cohen is out for the year and they're 4-1 and one themselves. Sounds like a winning franchise, Dre. But I'll go ahead and move on from that. Kenny, anything else on this topic? No, not really. All I... right, Dak Prescott injured in this in this last game. Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> is injured in this last game. Um, and it was a bad injury. You saw him trying to twist his foot back to face the right direction. If you didn't, we have it right here. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to show the video. Oh, but we do have a contract to talk about, right? Dak Prescott's out for the rest of the season. Uh, I'll start with you, Davis. You've been quiet. Dak Prescott goes down. Now all the momentum switch switches back to the Dallas Cowboys franchise. What does this mean for Dak Prescott and his legacy in Dallas as well as his contract? Depends on what Jerry Jones decides to do. Because everyone knows what Dak wants. Not everyone knows what Jerry Jones wants from Dak. Uh, I guess Jerry Jones wants him to lead him to the Super Bowl, but it wasn't going to happen this year anyways. But I think Dak gets his long-term deal that he's looking for from Jerry. Just depends on how long it is. Um, I think he stays in Dallas after this season. Okay, so Davis leaning towards a Dallas rekindling in that long-term contract. Ken, you feel the same? Yeah, I think he obviously he wants to stay. Like he really has enjoyed his time in Dallas. Um, what was he like a fourth-round pick, and then mm-hmm. suddenly he's lighting it up his first year and then he's he's won a playoff game for Dallas I yeah it all depends on what Jerry wants to do like this is why Dak should have taken the money in the summertime because you never want to be playing on a one-year deal because you never know when something like this is going to happen it's going to decrease the amount that Jerry wants to pay him but I think I think Dak will ultimately take the pay cut knowing knowing the injury status now so Andrew sucks by the way yeah it really sucks for Dak it really does. It puts him in a very bad situation because if Andy Dalton wins the next three games going to the buy-in, Dallas is five and three, and he's playing, you know, two touchdowns, 250 yards a game. Andrew, what does that do for Dak at that at that point? And what do the Cowboys do? Well, I mean, Andy Dalton's on his way to the retirement bill, anyways. He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong; he's a good insurance policy, but he has played his best years. They are behind him. Um, I did like what I saw. 111 yards look good. Um, the biggest thing for me, again, I agree with Kenny, the one-year deal thing, it really just, I think, kind of, in, in a lack of a better term, kind of screwed the pooch on his, on himself there, kind of gambled on himself to make uh, make a big amount of money. 
And I think right now, Jerry, again, is in control of the situation. Uh, but he also did just come out, uh, I think it was like yesterday, and said that Dak is our future. So that, for me, tells me that obviously they're all in on Dak, which I don't know how you can't be. He's got a winning resume since he's been there. So uh, I hope I hope they give him around the 34 to 35 mark. I don't think that's too high for a guy like Dak. Uh, for what he's proven already, maybe I'm wrong with that, but I think 34, 35 is pretty reasonable for a year. I think that amount was actually good on both sides. It was the, the amount of time. He wanted five years. Dallas wanted four years. And then he said, well, if it's going to be four years, I want 38. And then Dallas yeah. wasn't going to do that. Okay, I heard from the Cowboys bias. And the rest of you have been, been very patient listening. So, Paul, I'm going to start with you before I go to Dre the Hate. What do you think about this situation with Dak and the Cowboys? Uh, first of all, I know you never want to see a player get hurt like that ever. Right. I mean, we clown a lot about the Cowboys or whatever, but absolutely prayers up for Dak Prescott. I mean, that was just horrible to see. But I, what I think is going to happen is, is they're going to tag him again next year. And that basically works out to what he was going to get guaranteed in that contract anyway. I mean, right? I mean, it's going to be what, about $74, million for two years. Right? He'll make $75 million in two years. Yep. And then, and then see what you got. See if he's – because if he doesn't have that mobile part of his game, I don't know – I don't know really where that leaves him as a quarterback. Um, so, that's what I think. Just tag him one year. That gives him 30 – it'll be like $37, 38000000 million, right, for the tag, something like that. And then he made 31 this year. That puts him at 79 for two years. I mean, and see where you're at. I don't know if Dak would agree to a one-year lease again. That would be – Well, they'll just tag him. He can't – it don't matter if he agrees to it or not. Either he signs a tag or he's broke. He could pull a bell. But nobody want, nobody's nobody's going to take him without seeing it. Yeah. Mm. That's, 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 a, that's a very fine line. Jet, I, I, before I go to Dre, what are your takes on this? With The Dalton experience ends up being amazing. What does Dallas do, and how does that curve the momentum over? Well, I think actually Dak already had a lot in his favor to begin with prior to this injury, and it's only going to get worse for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, one major thing that nobody's talking about in regards to this contract is the fact that Lamar Jackson's contract is up not this year, but after the next one. That means about midseason they'll already start talking extension for him. Every great quarterback makes the quarterback market higher and higher and higher. He's going to do that. And Dak's going to expect more money after that. So the Cowboys already had handcuffed themselves into a situation where they're probably going to have to pay more money for Dak than they originally wanted to. And if they don't, Dak's on a different team and they're stuck going, well, what do we do? $34 million to solve the problem. And and we're not bad enough to be in a Lawrence discussion. That's that's correct. They're no. still going to find a way to win like six games. And then, then what do you do? Because all the good QBs are gone. So Sam Ellinger will be there Darnold tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll go get Darnold. I like it. I'm just saying like yep. everybody thinks he's washed. Like the Jets are terrible. Get him away from Adam. Bam, Davis, I was like, just going to say that. Jet, Jet and I were actually talking before this and we we're talking about if Andy Dalton thrives in an offense like that, and it is the system, then putting somebody like, like Sam Darnold in a system that works to bring out a quarterback uh, skill set would would actually be pretty decent. Andy Darnold going into that draft was 
supposed to be the number one before Baker ended up ultimately being picked right. number one. Everyone was talking about Darnold being the best quarterback prospect in that draft. So it's just yeah. a yeah. testament to how bad the Jets are. Yeah, Adam. Uh, Chris, before I let you end out this this uh, this conversation, Dre, what are your thoughts on the Dak injury and how it affects his contract? Yeah, I was actually gonna bring the Sam Darnold thing, the topic up, but um, I guess I got beat uh, into it. But uh, I don't. Jerry Jones has always been a very unconventional owner. Like he always does things nobody expects him to do. I mean, just look at that uh, Connor Jackson draft. Uh, I mean, obviously, it, it, it was way better than drafting Johnny Mansell. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you, you never know. So he might be saying right now, yes, I, I love Dak and I feel sorry for him and, you know, compassionate. And, yeah, he's going to be a cowboy for life, whatever. But, you know, he's he's just saying that, maybe. And, you know, Dalton starts winning, and, yeah, maybe they trade for Darnold. I don't know. And, you know, one of them works out. I could see them, you know, telling Dak, thank you, but no thank you. You know, you, you, broke, you broke your ankle, and, and it's one, probably one year away from football and then rehab and all of that. And... I don't know. We, we just don't feel that confident and I'd rather not risk uh, the Cowboys present because obviously, you know, an injury like that is, is uh, you're gearing your eyes towards the future. So it'd be the present. And I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you, you can guarantee uh, something when you're in the Cowboys organization. So Unfortunately for you and for Cowboys fans, I I wouldn't be that 100% sure that Dak is going to stay a Cowboy. And um, I can I can still see that you haven't used the the dye orange color hair yet. So Not yet. I guess I guess it's we're gonna have to wait one more week for another victory, and then yeah, we'll, we'll have a new earnest look. You're absolutely <laughs> right. The Red Rocket's definitely gonna come out for sure. Chris, was Dak on your fantasy team? Uh, no, he was not. Russell Wilson okay. is my guy. So, oh, fortunately, lucky. dodged a bullet there. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Any dog in the fight and whether you want to see Dak stay a cowboy or not? Um, I'd like to see Dak stay just because um, I think he was taking all the right steps to be great there and have a very long career and um, the Cowboys have always been like a very talented team and have fallen short to some most expectations in previous years. And um, so it was exciting to see Dak kind of come out this year and uh, perform and try and uh, prove those doubters wrong. But um, in my opinion, I think it all depends on how this season plays out. Do they go get another quarterback? I heard uh, Matthew Stafford was a potential um, like trade or pickup that they were looking for. Um, I don't necessarily know if that would work, but um, it, Paul made an interesting point about uh, tagging him. I think from the franchise's perspective, that would probably be the smartest move just to see how he recovers when he does come back and how he progresses just in that year. Because um, we've seen with major injuries from players, it usually takes a little over a year for them to get back to 100%. Um, 
but it all depends on whether Dak's willing to do that to prove that he's still 100% and he can get to 100%. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. I'd like to see him stay there, though. Yeah, I think I would, too. I, I just – you know, Matthew Stafford's intriguing. Bring the man home. That would be, that would be intriguing to me. Um, but I mean, it's a rental, right? You're not, you're not going to, it's not your franchise quarterback, but a rental to get through the season. That's why you got Andy Dalton though. So I think Dalton is, is the, the Dalton train is, is all year this year. Andy Dalton um, getting the Tony Romo experience this year of having a ton of weapons, but your defense is just hot garbage and you're going to finish. Like yeah. six again. So I hope he enjoys it. I mean, but, I mean Steve, is- Steve's, Steve's favorite, Stephen A. Smith, actually had a, a complete or an entire show talking about how happy he was that they signed Andy Dalton. So you never know. When you have ESPN <laughs> in your pocket, you never know. It's too bad this injury didn't happen a week before Deshaun Watson was on the trading block. That sucks. Just, Paul, I'll let you end this Dak talk. But, I mean, what do you think about – I mean, Jerry's timeline plays a big part in this. Yeah, he's like, old. he's not getting any younger, and – he wants another title. Like, I don't think that he wants to wait out to see. Right now too. You know, yep. um, you know, he, he's put a lot of money in out to win a title before he's dead. And it looks like the burner, Steve's burner account is giving us some feedback <laughs> on this topic. So let's go ahead and tune into Steve's burner as we hear his take on the Cowboys. Grace celebrating a lot. I wonder why. <laughs> this is Steve Risen. <coughs> a little under the weather today. I will not be on today's episode, but I want to leave you with this message. Andy Dalton is the best thing to happen to the Cowboys. He will lead them to the Super Bowl and win Super Bowl MVP. Quick and interesting. <laughs> so, Steve Reiser's burner accounts and Andy Dalton will take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl and win Super Bowl MVP. I think I'm going to end that new segment on that. And, and I hope Steve Reiser's burner feels better, too. It seems like he's got some sickness going on. Let's end the new segment with our last topic. We- <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. That voice gets me every time. Let's talk about Melvin Gordon. He's going a little too fast now. We're not talking about the field anymore. The Jet and Kenny made a wonderful trade last night, and we're going to bring that out and talk about the trade of the week and how Melvin Gordon decided to go 39 miles over on the highway and is probably not going to play. Uh, Jet, I'll let you do the honors. Talk to us about your Melvin Gordon news this morning. Yeah, that's a tough one for the boys, not going to lie. I – I was pretty desperate. I was looking for help at running back. Um, I knew that Kenny had his eye on Devontae Adams. He's kind of eyeing up uh, because we're in a PPR league, sort of stacking. I think he had Hopkins already and wanted to do the receiver stack, which made a lot of sense to me. So we put it, put a trade together that was Odell Beckham Jr. and Melvin Gordon uh, pre-DUI for (laughs) – got to get that in there – for uh, Devontae Adams, uh, Daryl Henderson, and Cam Akers. I think he threw in Sony Mitchell as well, uh, who's on IR, but it was just kind of a throw-in piece. And, uh, yeah, wake up this morning, and old Melvin Gordon's ripping around Denver, a little drunky poo. So, <laughs> yeah. 
And Kenny's all smiles because Kenny makes another NFL move as a basketball podcast. Kenny, how did you feel waking up to the news? Oh, I, honestly, I, I couldn't help but laugh the second I saw the notification. It was like the worst part about it was Jet could have had David Johnson in the trade instead of Melvin, but because he had Deshaun Watson, he thought, I don't want the running back and QB stack. So that I almost didn't do it because I preferred Melvin to DJ and then said, all right, fine, I'll throw in Melvin. And then, of course, I get that notification, which is just hilarious. And it's – I mean, it happens, unfortunately. I traded – I made another trade earlier this year, and then suddenly the guys released the next day. Or I drafted, like, Ronald Jones in, like, every league, and then they signed Fournette, and I thought that it was a nightmare scenario. So I don't even think a DUI is that big of a deal, like, in the NFL, per se, because I think at worst he probably misses a week – then he's back to playing football again. Like those owners care more about wins than they do about that stuff. So according to the Yahoo insiders, he's probably looking at a two to three game suspension from the league. And that's not even counting what the team might do to him. And if you are a young listener and you're deciding to do a DUI, don't do it. It is a terrible thing. Unlike Kenny, it is a bad thing. And it costs you like 10 grand. Oh, I don't have one. I'm safe. Uh, I did see on Twitter there was a picture of Kenny in Denver last night <clears throat> with Melvin Gordon. <laughs> really? Yeah, I actually flew so there. Traded him before, I broke uh, the uh, border barrier. and uh, He traded him to Jet and got him all drunk. And, and actually, what's... Belichick is actually in the back seat. You see, they play this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we had to make sure Bill that and I are starting running back like wasn't playing. That was the whole thing was about. Steve sent me his cell number, and I just gave him a call, and, you know, we met up in Denver. Makes sense. All right, that wraps up That's round me. one and all of our news. Paul, who was round one brought to us by? Living my best cigar life. Check them out. They got their best cigars, humidors, accessories, whatever you need, smoke related. LivingMyBestCigarLife.com. Enter the code MyBestCigarLife, all caps. You get $10 off your first order. All right, you came here for the picks. We're going to the picks. Primetime picks coming in our second round right after this commercial break. Before we start round two on the Sport Jeans Into the Lab podcast, we'd like to remind any listeners that if you play basketball and you are from the ages of 8 to 18 in the Rio Grande Valley, check out Triple Double Basketball Academy, one of the premier programs in Texas located at the center of the RGV in Harlingen, Texas. Find your young basketball pros practicing ball handling techniques, proper shooting forms, learning strength and conditioning techniques, and gain unmatchable experience with elite state tournament play. Follow on Facebook or visit www.tripledoublebasketballacademy.org. Triple Double Basketball Academy, where each basketball player grows no matter what. Round 2. Weekly Pick'em and Game Outlooks. All right, that's the bell. Round two is our primetime pick them where we're going to break down the five biggest games of the week. And trust me, we got some doozies that we're going to hassle out here. Let's start and head over to Pittsburgh. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Cleveland Browns in the battle of the undefeateds, a divisional matchup where we are going to be probably split on this panel because it's going to be a very big dogfight, no puns intended, for those Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh, three-point favorites for our primetime pick them um, I'll go ahead and start this one off with Paul. This is yours. I mean, to me, 
this comes down to can the Steelers block up Miles Garrett? If the Steelers can do that, those receivers will absolutely shred that secondary. I, I watched it last week. Indianapolis, when they gave him time, that you know they moved the ball up and down the field. Uh, we've seen it with Dallas, moved the ball up and down the field. So um, I do think Miles Garrett is a problem. He's going to be motivated, um, you know. But the Browns, the last time they won in Pittsburgh, Tim Couch was their quarterback. I don't <laughs> see that changing on Sunday. Give me the Steelers to cover. So, Paul taking the Steelers and to cover. I'm going to switch gears over to Jet. Jet, you were contemplating this game quite a bit, and you were dissecting numbers. Talk to us a little bit about what your pick is. Uh, well, you know, the more I look at it, the more I realize that really what the Browns have going for them is that massive run game. They're going up against the second-best run defense. I'm going to trust in the Steelers' defense to stop it. They're only allowing 64 yards a game on the ground. If they can limit Hunt – that's just going to completely cripple the Cleveland uh, offense. So I'm going to go Steelers to cover. My co-host Steve, the General Reisner, chose Pittsburgh offhand. So he has chosen Pittsburgh to win this game and cover. Davis, you popped on my screen, look ready to go. Who do you have in this one? Um, give me the Steelers because, one, I still hate Baker Mayfield. And, two – the Steelers have a really good defense. So. Davis taking the Steelers because that defense at uh, – how many points did you give up to the Eagles? Yeah. It's not – and the Fugum, Fugum, whatever the fuck his name is. Fogum. Don't want to say that that was an incorrect statement. I mean, I have the Steelers defense hey. in fantasy, so I'm hoping they can get they can take care of the Browns. Baker All throws right. three interceptions. There you go. Baker throws three interceptions, guaranteed. Book it by Davis. Kenny, champ, who you got in this game? Yeah, I'm taking Pitt to win this one as well. Baker had two picks last week against Indy, and Indy had a pretty solid defense, and Pitt does once again. So I just have a feeling that they're going to stop Hunt, and, I mean, if you make Baker throw the ball, then good things are going to happen. So I'm taking Pitt to cover by a touchdown. Perfect. Andrew? Well, I'm going to get crucified for this. Uh, <laughs> I need to Miles Garrett, just saying. Uh, he's been looked un unstoppable all year. And I think it took the Cleveland Browns to uh, win last week against the number one offense or number one defense in Indy. I think I did, yeah. So I'm going to keep rolling with them because that offense is fun to watch. That is uh, – they got Odell Beckham throwing touchdowns. You got Jarvis Landry throwing touchdowns. Anybody but Baker apparently throwing touchdowns. Um, but that's – that's a that's a fun offense, man. And uh, Cream Hunt looks like uh, the Cream Hunt with the Kansas City Chiefs of old. So I don't know. I li I like them, and I think they win by maybe a field goal, maybe a touchdown. I'll go with the touchdown. Yeah, but what you to what, roll with, you're rolling with the Browns. <laughs> what you completely forgot to mention about that game is that Phil Rivers was the best player on the Browns. It's true. I don't think Big Ben's going to do that at home. And you're, Big and Ben you're doesn't picking, throw interceptions. Picking Cleveland, Chris. What fantasy players do you have in this game, and who are you picking? Uh, surprisingly, none. So I have no bias towards Whoa. this game whatsoever. So, um, but I have the uh, Steelers in this game just because I trust uh, Big Ben more than I trust Baker. Got you. Dre, what about you? How are you feeling about this game? Uh, fantasy players, I'm, I'm going to say OBJ. I think he's going to have a, a pretty solid game, maybe like six receptions, uh, one-on-one, and maybe – uh, one or two touchdowns, but um, I agree that the Steelers will probably win this game. 
So uh, Steelers win and, and, and they do cover. I'm taking the home team Steelers to win and cover as well. Um, I trust the Steelers at home to take care of business, but talk to me about this matchup when they're back in Cleveland and we'll have a different discussion. Uh, let's move on to our uh, next primetime game, the game of the week, in my opinion, but it's Green Bay visiting Tampa Bay. So battle of the Bays, Green Bay one point favorites on the road visiting this team. I'm surprised by the low spread. Steve, the general Reisner picked Green Bay to win this game. So before we get any slander, I know he picked against his boy, Tom Brady. Andrew, starting with you, Battle of the Bays, who do you have? Devontae Adams is back. Aaron Jones is a monster. Aaron Rodgers has figured out that entire offense. That's a scary team, man. I'm definitely going with the Packers. Perfect. And, Dre, this is your team, so let me go to you next. Completely slipped my mind. Talk to us a little bit about this game and who's winning. Now I finally understand why Steve faked his him being <laughs> sick today. <laughs> Now I get it. He's probably going to be hiding from me all week long, right? Because he knows <laughs> the Packers are going to be his favorite team in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Dre picking the Packers. Yeah, Packers coming off a bye week. Uh, healthier team. We're gonna we're gonna run over them. Yeah, book it, book it. Hey, that's a book it statement from Dre Rogers and from Bali. Paul, who do you have in this game? Uh, it kind of scares me a little bit, that spread. That's always trappish. Like, that, I mean, everybody's going to pick the Packers. So, um, you know what? Give me Tom to bounce back this week, and I'll take, and I'll, I'll take the, the home dog. Taking Tampa, that, believing in that Gronk 100-yard, two-touchdown nah. game. I feel that. I nah. feel that, Paul. With that feeling, I'm taking Green Bay. I don't think, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is losing. Uh, not, not to Tampa Bay. Not to Tampa Bay. Chris. Fantasy implications. What's going on? Oh, well, I actually picked up the Green Bay's tight end. Uh, he had some ah. three straight uh, solid fantasy weeks. So I'm going Green Bay in this one. Um, Devontae Adams being back will uh, take a couple targets away from him, but I still think he'll be effective. Perfect. Robert Tani and big game this week for Chris, for sure. Davis. Four? Four? Four, four touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers this week. That's what I'm picking. Give me the Packers to cover. Davis says four touchdowns for Aaron, and somewhere Steve is saying five for Tom somewhere out there as he's listening to us. Jet, what do you think? Two things really stick out to me on this game, one being that the Green Bay Packers are the number one team in football for time and possession. They're really good at having the ball, keeping the ball. The other thing being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers cannot get out of their own way. They've taken 42 penalties already, and that is going to be a huge X factor in this game where you cannot have any mistakes against Aaron Rodgers. Give me the Packers to cover. Perfect, perfect. Kenny, wrap us up on this game. Green Bay is going to win this game. Rodgers, 13 TDs, no picks. He is going to pick up his first interception this week, but he's also going to have three or four touchdowns in this game, so... Give me Green Bay to win this one, especially with Adams back. Perfect, perfect. So almost a sweep. Paul taking the home team there. Let's talk about the next game, which I feel we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on because San Francisco has really been reeling. But San Francisco at home hosting those Los Angeles Rams, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, another divisional game that's going to be probably a bit of a back-and-forth game, and then somebody's going to pull away here. Um, I'll start this one off with Davis. How do you see the Rams rolling into San Francisco? 
Mute. Yes, mute, mute, our mute, first mute, one. Our first one. Mute number one. Uh, I don't even know if he's there at this point. No, Let's go ahead. Let's switch it up. Jet, talk to us. Uh, well, for this one, I think it's a bit of a trap game. It's a divisional game, and San Fran's coming off getting their asses handed to them after being NFC champs last year. I don't think they take too kindly to that. Uh, they're very familiar with the Rams and the Rams offense. Not much has changed, honestly, even though they call McVay Wonder Boy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I look at this one and think San Francisco is significantly better than what they shoot, showed last week against Miami. Um, I still like the Rams to win, but I'll take San Fran to cover. Gotcha. Perfect. Chris, what about you? Um, I got the Rams in this game uh, just because uh, we don't know Garoppolo, like how he's going to feel. Obviously uh, played like half the game last week. And he, at that, I think he had 77 yards and he was seven to 17 for completions. Uh, he really struggled. So we'll see if he gets a bounce back. I think he will, but I just think that uh, the Rams have a better chance in this one. Awesome. I am taking the Rams to win and cover as well. Let the, let the 49ers get back. I'm very intrigued. I feel like Kenny's not going to pick the Rams. So Kenny, talk to us. Who's your pick? What made you have that impression, Ernest? I just, I just felt that. I got that vibe from all the reactions to everybody's picks. Um. So I'm agreeing with Jet on this being a trap game. Um, San Fran at home, they haven't played well. There's even been people talking about if Jimmy G is the quarterback moving forward, which is insane given the amount of money they've poured into him. So I'm going to take San Fran to win this game. I don't like it, but divisional games are always tough. And I think with them being at home, they're going to split with the Rams this year. So I'm going to take San Fran. San Francisco, from Kenny's words to your ears. All right, Paul, who do you have in this game? I feel the same way Kenny does. Uh, when professional athletes get absolutely embarrassed, like they were absolutely embarrassed last week, they're bringing their A game this week. I mean, they might – I don't know if they win or they don't win, but they're definitely going to come up to play. So give me San Francisco to win at home in the, out, in the upset. Perfect. Andrew, talk some sense. Are we still, are we on that San Francisco train? Going with Kenny and Paul on this one for sure. Yeah. I think Garoppolo has a lot to prove. Like Kenny uh, stated, the whole rumors for him being traded is just asinine. It's, it's absolutely stupid to think how much money they would give him. They would just give up on him after one bad game. Uh, they pulled him. Apparently Kyle Shanahan pulled him in the half, not because he was playing bad because they're worried about his mobility on his ankle which worries me a little bit, but then you got Mostert, who was also just coming back off injury. Uh, I think they're, I think they'll win. Dre, going over to you, do you feel the same way? 49ers all the way? Second mute. Second mute. Second mute. Man, we're going to get Yeah, nice. sloppy. Niners. Niners. <laughs> going short and squeeze, going Niners here. Davis, round this one up. Who do you have, Rams or Niners? Um... This does look like a trap game, but the Rams are a really good team, and no one's no one's really looking at them like uh, no, no one's taking them seriously. And I think Garoppolo is what Tom Brady should have been when he came out of college. Um, not that good. So, I, I give me the Rams to cover. 
I really feel this is your makeup a game on Kenny's record right now. Like you're That's hundred percent what it is. I am going Rams because so. I need to make up ground somewhere. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. I, 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 I would pick the Rams ninety-nine out of a hundred times. There you go. He's that, that confident. One time is why what, you're trailing. Let me just ask: what, what is the Rams' record? Anybody have that offhand? Four and one. Four and one. What are the Browns' record? Four and one. What is the Seattle Seahawks' record? Five and zero. Oh. Well, it's all the teams the Cowboys lost to. It's just interesting how good those teams are. Anyways, yeah. we'll just keep going here. Kansas City gonna play against Buffalo. Kansas City three and a half point favorites on the road. This is a game of conversation for sure. Um, Chris, fantasy implications here for you. Are you taking the Chiefs to pull the up or to win on the road, or you have Buffalo defending home turf and pulling the upset? Well, I actually just dropped the Bills defense uh, in preparation for this week because Miami was available and they're playing the Jets and everybody knows that that, that just means that the Dolphins defense is going to have a nice game. But um, so other than that, no fantasy implications here, but I'm still taking the Chiefs to win the game um, just because I never bet against Pat Mahomes. Uh, yeah. Perfect. That, that, that's short and sweet for me as well. Dre. You feeling the same about the Chiefs at home? I mean, the Chiefs on the road? Um, you know, I'm always saying Bills Mafia, but after, uh, you know, two days ago, or was it yesterday? I, I have no clue when the game was. Cause yesterday, yeah, you're, you're right. I, I, I don't feel that confident with the Bills, but they are playing at home. But I, Chiefs just look uh, – you know, coming off a loss, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm just thinking this game's going to be really close. And then if you ask me to pick between Mahomes and, and Allen, I'm just going to say Mahomes. So, uh, Chiefs win, but uh, maybe with a last-second field goal. So. Okay. All right. So Chiefs win, but don't cover. Paul, you feeling the same way? Things going to be a close game? Yeah. Um. I mean, anybody know anything about Trey White? I mean, is he out? I mean, is he gonna? I mean, is he gonna play or not? He didn't play last night. You um, can tell. He was. He was a, a game time decision. He's limited. still questionable. Last yeah, night. he's limited. Yeah. So, so, I mean, if he doesn't go, then I, I like the Chiefs to cover. If he goes, give me the Chiefs, but not to cover. Okay, perfect. I will mark that down for you, Jet. We were talking about this game also before the show, and and we got we got into some stats. Talk to us a little bit about what your pick is. Uh. Interestingly enough, I think that if Sean McDermott had a phone and could get a call to me, I could tell him what to do against the Chiefs for them to win. <laughs> because Kansas City is significantly struggling, not only against their run, but particularly against quarterbacks that take off. And I think they could take advantage of that if they had a little Josh Allen from last year show up this game. I don't know that they're going to do that, though, and I think they're going to lose because of it. Uh, like we were saying before the show, Pat Mahomes does not lose back-to-back, -back, so I'm going to have to go Chiefs, and I will take the spread with them as well. And that's exactly where I was going with my pick. Kansas City covers. Uh, they have not lost back-to-back -back games in the regular season with Patrick Mahomes. Kenny, I'm going to go to you after I go to Davis. Davis, what is your pick for this game? <laughs> well, as Kenny and Paul were talking about, professional athletes bounce back after bad losses like the one last night. Give me the bills. Oh, he's taking Buffalo. Another big pick here. An upset pick. Kenny, who do you have in this game? 
Thanks for helping me make up for that San Fran pick. Um, John Brown and Zach Moss being out last night, I think really hurt their offense. Like John Brown just really helps Diggs be even more productive than he has been. Like those two together. And Josh Allen's got great chemistry with him. You saw it last year. And Moss just gives them another dynamic in the run game and being able to get him out catching some passes as well. So I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. But I do think that if those guys play, then they're going to cover like the Bills will. So I'll take the Chiefs, though, to win. Perfect. So Chiefs to win, not to cover. Andrew, round us up on this game. Man, going with Davis on this one. I think Bills pull off the upset. The one thing that I did notice, too, that Jet kind of alluded on is that that secondary in Kansas City gives up a ton of deep balls. Uh, Derek Carr roasted him on a on a, that rugs play for 70 yards. I mean, the thing is, Josh Allen, when your back is against the wall, we, we saw it last night. He got embarrassed. I agree with Davis a lot. I think Josh Allen comes out. I agree a little bit with Jet, too. You get those legs running. I think you go in that offense. Josh Allen can roast that defense. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm right on that one, but I think the Bills win it. Perfect. Thank you. So that game is going to be a very good game. And if you're making a bet on that, keep your eyes on the injury reports. Keep your eyes on who's playing, who's not playing, if you're going to put money on this game. And when you start to see things trending, there's a reason for it with this type of game. It's because somebody's out. So go, go take a look at those lists. Let's round out our primetime pickums with our game of the week, which is Arizona visiting Dallas. Dallas going in as two-point underdogs at home. Arizona riding that Kyler Murray train, DeAndre Hopkins hookup. Um, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, getting his first start as a Dallas Cowboy. I'm hyped, guys. I'm hyped. Like I'm, I'm, I don't know why you guys are not hyped with me here. You guys seem so disheartened by this game. Um, but let's talk about injuries. Dak Prescott, obviously not there. This is a big Zeke game for me. It's going to be Zeke. It's going to be pounding the rock. It's going to be Dre's favorite, Tony Pollard coming in. I, I really hate Tony Pollard on special teams. I don't know why he's still out there on special teams. He's terrible. Um, and the Dallas defense getting some rest because the offense will be controlling time of possession. I'm taking Dallas for the win as shocker to everybody. Dallas wins this game and upsets on Monday night, and the talk starts onto who is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and is Andy Dalton it. So with that being said, let me tell you, Steve picked Kansas City because I don't think I said that earlier, and Steve also picked Arizona to win this game. So going over to Davis for this game, who do you have between Dallas and Arizona? Very, very tough Um, because the Cardinals are an iffy team. They're either on or they're not every game. Like uh, two weeks ago, Kyler Murray was just terrible against the Lions. Couldn't get anything to D-hop. And then last week, they go off. Uh, I I think they're just spotty. But, again, the Dallas defense is very bad. So give me the Cardinals and the cover. Beautiful. Thank you, Davis, for that win. Andrew, what about you? We're going two and four. Uh, the only reason why I say that is because our team against the run has just been horrendous. And they've got two guys that are probably going to make this defense look like more Swiss cheese than it already is with Evans and Drake. Um, I like Kyler. I think he's a great quarterback. I like Andy Dalton. I think he has a decent game. I don't think he is what everybody thinks he is. He's not going to be the savior. So, Ernest, calm the hell down on that one. He is Absolutely. definitely not going to be the quarterback of the future. But uh, it's a close one. I think I think the Cardinals win by a field goal, though. The more that we don't expect the Cowboys to do well, the better they play. Kenny, what about you? Yeah, I don't have much faith in the Red Messiah. 
uh, like you do. Um, so I'm going to take Arizona to win this game. I'm so confident that they're going to that I'm starting D-Hop and Fitz in a league together because I think they're going to absolutely kill our defense. Oh, couldn't disagree with you more. Paul, what about you? <laughs> Shocking. Hey, uh, what's the Atlanta Falcons record? <laughs> oh, and five. That's a win, and though. What's the, what's the Giants record? This is coming. <laughs> I don't even know. Are they undefeated? Are they? Have they not won a game either? Oh, they're they not too. Oh, oh, yeah. Five? Oh, and, and five. So the, are they so the Cardinals five? have won football games. So have they? Are they two and another. two? Two and three? They're gonna win this football game against that terrible defense. I, there's no way that that defense is stopping DeAndre Hopkins or that running game. Um, I, I I do want to see if they just play to Dalton strengths. If they can play to Dalton strengths and keep that defense off the field as much as possible, they have a chance to make a run at this, especially in that division. But n- not on Sunday. Give me the cards. I like to point out time of possession will go way up with Andy Dalton. Yes. <laughs> show Dallas. I do yes, want to mention one. I do want to mention one thing, though. Leighton Van Der Esch is back this week. So that does help that defense. That is yeah. a little shooting, a little bit better. Yes. Uh, just just the spark the defense needed. That's Jet, what are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, this is going to be the one-week buffer where I'm not taking Cowboys, but it's only because it's this week. I want to see if Mike McCarthy can adjust. Uh, he never got the ball to Aaron Jones when he was supposed to. He doesn't seem to know how to use Zeke properly. Can that change? Can the force of uh, Dak missing time force him to actually use this studly O-line and this studly running back? Because if that is the case, maybe they can actually have a season here. But if he can't figure that out, they're going to just end up being another 6-10 and 10 or 7-9 and nine team. Uh, so for this one, I'm going to go Cardinals. I'll take them against the spread. But uh, I'm going to be watching very closely to see what kind of offense they're running. Yeah, very excited to see that that Mike McCarthy, uh, Kellen Moore offense uh, featuring Zeke on Monday Night Football. You guys are going to enjoy it. Chris, fantasy implications. Who are you rooting for? Uh, I got the Cardinals in this game, and I just want to take the time to uh, send a little message to my buddy Kenyon Drake out there. Um, uh, buddy, if there's, if there's any week to, to, to bring home some points for your boy, it, it's this week. And I, I know you got a touchdown last week and that was awesome. And that was great. It made me so happy. It made me three and two. So, um, if you could just, you know, continue that momentum, I'd greatly appreciate it. Chris is like begging his ex-girlfriend to take him <laughs> back. Yeah, right that's now. true. <laughs> Mark is definitely going to be editing that and putting that out there for Kenny and Drake. Dre, wrap this up for us. Who do you have in this Cardinals-Cowboys matchup? I will agree with you on something, Ernest. It will be Tony Pollard time. It's <laughs> <laughs> all about it, Dre. Sounds like you're picking the Cowboys. Uh, definitely no. Uh, this is where I gain all- a win on all y'all, just so you guys know it. This is the game that's going to be a trap for y'all. But I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. that defense, I'm okay with that. That defense is not – you know, not not good at all against the run. And Kenny and that, Drake is finally going to show up. This is the game for him. So, Cardinals by a lot. Okay. Sorry, Ernest. It's okay. That castle is going to have a field day. All right. So, round two, primetime pick them. That was brought to you by Taquito Express. You can find them in the beautiful Brownsville, Texas. All you can eat tacos for $7.99. Wonderful family-owned business down there. 
Love it to death. They were very, very helpful, supportive. Mention ITO, get 10% off your tacos today. We're going to go down there one day and we're going to have a big episode at Taquito Express. They're great supporters of the show. We're going to be back. Fire round picks. Last 10 minutes of the show right after this commercial break. 10 minutes. Welcome to Alamo City. Or is it the military city? Or is it the Riverwalk City? What in the world do you call San Antonio? You can find all the greatest and latest information on SATX Rated, proud sponsor of the Into the Lab podcast, and a big partner when it comes to finding your way around San Antonio, Texas. Go find SATX Rated on all major social platforms. Follow them, like them, share them. They're here for you. SATX Rated, find out what San Antonio is made of. Round three. What's cooking in the lab? And it's ha <laughs> 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 the best joke of the night. <laughs> Round three, that's the bill. The last 10 minutes of this show is we're going to be talking about all the games that are left. Let's zoom right through it. The Super Bowl bound Houston Texans going on the road against those streaming hot Tennessee Titans who are still undefeated. Tennessee Brandon only Cooks. only three-point favorites at home against this streaking hot Houston Texans team without Bill O'Brien. I'm very surprised. We might as well start this off with Steve. And Steve is picking the Titans to win this game. Again, just the money line. Let's go around the room. Chris, who you got in this game? Well, I got Derek Henry on my fantasy team, so I'm going Titans. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Tennessee for Chris, Andrew. Tennessee. Tennessee for Andrew. Kenny. Texans. Kenny going Ooh. Houston. Jet. Yeah, trap game, Texans. Jets Ooh. going Houston. Davis. Titans. <laughs> He's flustered. He doesn't know what to do. Paul. I can't believe you came to me last for this. I, I did mean, it on purpose. Not I, I only wanted the benefit of knowing your pick. <laughs> right, exactly. Crap. Delusion. The Titans. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm definitely going Houston now. That's Super Bowl yes. bound ship. That's Very writing. Uh, I was going to call you Steve, but Dre. Uh, Brandon Cooks finally showed up, so he will do it again. Texans. Wow, a lot of Texans picks. So we're completely split on this. I think that's 5-4 Tennessee, but that's a split one, so be careful with this. Could be a trap game. Baltimore, seven-and-a-half-point favorites visiting Philadelphia, Philly, needing a win desperately, but this is not the team you want to be facing. I'm taking Baltimore, as is Steve. Dre, who's your pick on this one? Wait, what was it again? I, I missed that. Um, inter- Baltimore, come on, Baltimore. Indonesian, Indonesian internet, Kenny. That's okay. Give me a break. Baltimore, <laughs> Philly. Baltimore, Philly, Baltimore. All right, Paul. This is my favorite spread of the week. Baltimore is going to absolutely smash the Eagles. <laughs> Chris, fantasy implications. Well, Please I mean, don't say Zach Carson Hurts, wins. Zach Ertz has been <laughs> trash this entire season, so I'm going Baltimore. He's going Baltimore because his tight end sucks. Davis. Um, Baltimore. Kenny. Baltimore Eagles cover. Oh, wow. Wow. Jet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ravens. Andrew. Baltimore smashes. 
All right, so that's a Baltimore sweep pick there. Uh, not against the spread, but definitely for money line. So if you're going to include this on your ticket, Kenny wants you to know the champ is saying, be careful with the spread. And Don't be. a little wink for those on the podcast. They're beating them by 20. <laughs> Don't be. They're beating them by 20. Atlanta, Atlanta goes to Minnesota. Minnesota four-point favorites against those winless Falcons. Uh, Steve's going Vikings here, as I am as well. Don't think Atlanta's playing for wins this year. Andrew, going to start with you on this one. Is Delvin Cook, uh, is he out for this out. game? Is Mattinson in? Out. They have, they have not I've, ruled him out yet. Yeah. And, and uh, they even talked to Zimmerman today, and he said he would not rule him out because Dalvin wants to play. So, Carry on, pretty question. It doesn't fucking matter. Minnesota wins anyways. <laughs> All right. So, taking many. Uh, Kenny. Atlanta. Wow. Davis. Julio back? Yep. According yep. to reports, he's playing. Falcons. Wow. Jet. Minnesota's the best one-win team in the league, so many. I agree with you there. Paul. Minnesota. Dre. You re- you guys are forgetting who the Vikings quarterback is. So even if the Falcons haven't won a single game, they still have Kirk Cousins. So Falcons get their first win. Miles, here's your shout-out for this week. <laughs> I do think Atlanta's the best team that doesn't have a win. Cute Cowboys win over them. Chris, fantasy implications. Well, this is a tough one because I have Calvin Ridley and Adam Thielen. So um, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this has been tough for me. But um, I, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Falcons because Matt Ryan is more likely to throw to Calvin Ridley. <laughs> All right. He's going Falcons. So if you don't know it already, Chris is definitely that fantasy guy who picks – games on the ESPN app. That's why we have them here. We love them to death. Let's go on. We're going to Indianapolis. Jet obviously thinking Bengals here, but Indianapolis eight-point favorites hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I have gone with the Indianapolis Colts. I think they are a fantastic team in the AFC South. Steve thinks the same going with Indianapolis. Jet, this is your team. Who you got? Well, Phil wants to keep throwing picks. I think we lose, but I'm taking Indy. Going Indy and Chris, going to you. Fantasy implications. I'm actually going to stray away from the usual because I have Joe Burrow, but I'm taking the Colts in this game. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, some, there's some adaptation there. Davis. Um, Philip Rivers is the worst quarterback on a winning team, but he gets it into the red zone and the best kicker in the NFL, Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah. Put it straight through the uprights. So give me the Colts to win with six field goals. Worst quarterback on a winning team. So he's he's worse than Nick Foles? Yes. Nick Foles is better. Uh, It's just because he has Rodrigo Blankenship that he beat the Bears. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I just want to clarify that. Kenny. Colts win, but Burrow's not going to be as bad as he was last week. Definitely not. Andrew. I was just going to say, bro, bounces back. Bengals. Ooh, Bengals pick there. Dre. I do like I do like the I do like the up and coming Bengals, and I think T. Higgins is going to have an incredible game. But um, the, the game's in Indy, right? 
Yep. Yeah, so Colts. It reminds me of the pick you had last week with the Cowboys where you went all in. Oh, or you talk about the Giants, like, oh, nonstop, and then he says Cowboys win. Like, what? All right, Paul, round up this game. Is Darius Leonard in or out? He's in as of right now. If he's in, then, you know, Indy win, Indy to, and they'll cover. Joe Mixon does not have a good game this week. Go buy no. him because he's going to have a big second half. Go yeah. buy him. I'm just throwing it out there. I said it last year, one of y'all's leagues. Go do it again this year. Trust me. All right. Detroit visiting Jack. You hear that, Chris? There's your fantasy implication. All right. Detroit visiting Jacksonville. Detroit three-point favorites on the road against Jacksonville. Steve says Detroit wins this game. He's trusting Stafford's arm, starting with you, Andrew. Yeah, Stafford coming off the bye. The team's going to be rested. I think they pull it off. Perfect. Dre. Going with a tie there for Dre. Chris. Wait, I'm beer. Okay. Uh, Detroit or Jacksonville? I couldn't get the mute button off. Um, who, 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 who are they playing? Uh, it looks like it's Detroit against Jacksonville in Jacksonville. <laughs> Minshew mania. Yes. Uh, Jaguars and start LaVishka Chenault. He's, he's going to, he's the fantasy sleeper of the week. Um, I think most of the Jacksonville wide receivers are out. So. Yeah. I'm going to write that Minshew mania train with you this week. Dre. I'm picking Jacksonville to win this game. Paul. I'm with you guys. I'm rolling Minshew Mania one more time. Don't let me down, Minshew. <laughs> Good luck, Davis. I know. Uh, people forget the Lions are coming off a win in Arizona. Um, They're coming off a loss I'm, to New Orleans. Yep. Oh, Davis. okay. Uh, <laughs> well, they still have a win in Arizona. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you all forget I, it. I, Don't worry, taking, 14 days ago taking, they won. I'm taking just Paul's lookalike, Matt Patricia, and the Lions to win. Jed, going to you. Uh, Jacksonville became the first franchise in NFL history to lose three straight games to teams that came into the week against them without a win. I think that's going to go to four games. And, well, I guess they have one win in Detroit. Didn't they win in Arizona, Davis? Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. So, yeah, Detroit's going, to, Detroit's going to take that W. Kenny. Well, I mean, Minshew Mania, Chenault, Cole, O'Shaughnessy, Eifert, these are all lethal weapons, and that's why I'm going with Detroit. <laughs> I, fig- I figured you were. Chris, fantasy implications, where are you going? I have none, but – um. Like Davis said, the Lions won in Arizona. So, I mean, I got to go with the Lions. I always trust Matty Stafford. Oh. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, it looks like Minshew Mania is on the bad side of a 6-3 matchup there. So, go pick the Detroit Lions to win this one because they won in Arizona and they Mm. played with a lead and lost it to New Orleans and they got to buy. All right. So, New York. They lost with the lead to every game as well. Yep. There you go. There you go. (laughs) and and they've already had COVID, so they're you don't have to worry yeah. go pick up those fantasy players all right oh, yeah. new york giants two and a half point favorites at home against those washington football teams and uh looks like 
I am going with the Washington football team, and Steve is going with the New York Giants. We're going to ride high on those picks. So we're split to start this one off. Paul, who do you have? The Giants should be favoring no one. Give me the football team. <laughs> Chris, fantasy implications. I actually don't have him have again. Whoa. <laughs> this is, that's for the best. I actually, yeah, yeah I know. Awesome. It's for the Great best. Great job, guy. Um, <laughs> I actually got to use my brain on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Giants. He's going New York. Davis. Chase Young back? I don't think so. I, I will look so. it up to make sure, but I don't think so. Doesn't matter. Football team wins. <laughs> Kenny. Oh, I can tell you this for free. I will not be watching this game at all. Um, <laughs> that is a really gross game. Um, it's a divisional game. The Giants are at home, so I'll take the Giants. Kenny, Perfect. I'm pretty sure I won't know the score of it until like Monday morning when I look at the scores. I won't even be in pain, paying attention to it. It's going to be so bad. Oh, come on, Cowboy fans. You guys are definitely going to be watching that score. <laughs> no, Jet. But, uh, for what? <laughs> Believe it or not, there actually is one elite facet to this game, and it's the defensive line of Washington, ranked eighth in run stop and second in the pass protect with 15 sacks. So uh, simply due to that and the fact that the Giants suck at everything, um, Alex Smith, going to get her done. Washington. Going Washington. Andrew. Check down. Smith pulls it off. I, I agree with Chet. That defense is actually not all that bad. And unlike the Cowboys, they can stop the run. So, yeah, give me Washington. That's perfect. Until this week, Andrew, you'll be singing a different tune. Dre, round us up on this game. I'm curious that we never mentioned that Alex Smith played last week. That is true. That's a shame. That's a shame. Congratulations, Alex Smith. That's a huge deal. I just said that. So, uh, with that said, this is the snoozer of the week. There's Kenny chugging on that note. Yeah, I don't care about this game. So, Giants are the home team, so Giants. Going Giants. I will say play your Devontae Freeman, though, even though they can stop the run. He'll still get something through the air. All right. New York Jets visiting Miami. This is this is my snoozer of the week. Miami going to be in their eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Back-to-back wonderful games to be watching if you're on the East Coast. Um, Miami sweet picks for, for uh, Steve and I. And Dre wants to go first. Yeah, this can't be the sleeper of the week because it's got our favorite quarterback, Joe Flacco starting this week so oh that's true that is true Flacco Flacco versus, is it's magic man it's the matchup of the ages and so you're picking miami yes of course <laughs> well fire adam gates immediately <laughs> unbelievable you don't get first pick if you fire him <laughs> yes you do that's true. Me, the backfield right now is joe flacco and frank Gore. oh my god yeah, Q 2013. Put some respect on the Hall of Famer's name. It's like a man 74 years old in the backfield. I'm not respecting anything about the Jets. I hope the Dolphins absolutely hammer the Jets. I hope I they annihilate them. I respect Dolphins. the hell of Jamison Crowder, though. Big game for Jamison Crowder coming up. Yeah, garbage time. Garbage Jet, time what are you thinking? We need it. Um, this would be very Jets to win this one and potentially mess up getting the first pick. It would be very Miami to lose this one because it's Miami. But uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Andrew. I'm going to take the Dolphins, but uh, Joe Flacco can have another 
25 point game over to my boy Jamison Crowder. I wouldn't hurt that at all. Wouldn't hate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Kenny. I hate being in first place, so I'm going to pick the Jets. Oh my God. Are you really picking the Jets? Yeah. Wow. I am shocked, Davis. I, I, I've been on an island by myself twice this year and had it pan not, out. Yeah, and the, you went with him with the Broncos, and it was one of your bad ones. Like, stay away from the Jets, Kenny. <laughs> I'm like your mom. With the, that's your fucking Jamison Crowder, like go, two TDs, hang out. yards. It's I'm good with the Jamison Crowder day. That's my wide receiver, yeah. so all day. Fine with it. Yeah. Davis. Um, I don't know what to do because I was going <laughs> to pick the Jets. Oh, you were going to pick the Jets? <laughs> I'm in his head. I'm in his head. It's either, it's, it's either Kenny's going to, like, have this pick by himself and then he's going to get it again. And then I miss out. Or... Jesus. <laughs> Make a pick. And I miss out. Unbelievable. Um, this is the Adam Gase Bowl. Um, give me the Dolphins. <laughs> boy. Chris, um, fantasy okay. implications. Well, I picked up the Miami Dolphins defense in preparation ah. for this matchup, so I'm going to take the Dolphins. boy. We picked New England and Denver last week. A reminder of your picks. We all picked New England except for Dre. He picked Denver just for reasons that he hates Steve. Anybody want to change that pick? Andrew Broncos does. Cover. You... Well, we're not talking can... about spread, just win. No. Uh, uh, from what I've heard, all reports were for Philip Lindsay coming back into that offense, and I kind of like Philip Lindsay, so I don't know. And is Andrew Cam is Cam going to be? Yeah, I can. I can Cam? confirm it's going to be Lindsay. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay, man. <laughs> might be the I only star. Drew Drew Locke is back. Yeah. I know, but I also want to state for the record that like how healthy is Cam going to be? They they showed how bad they are without him. So I, I like I like Denver in that. Are you switching to Denver? Yeah. All right. Andrew and Dre both going with Denver. Kenny or Davis, I'll just ask you out of respect for y'all trying to play this chess game with each other. Any y'all changing it? No. I'm not playing a chess game with him. I mean, he's just following my picks. That's what I would do if, you know, I was in Kenny, Kenny. Um, but no, I'm not, not changing mine. I'm sticking with. <laughs> Let's round up the fire round picks. Chicago, Carolina, Carolina, one and a half point favorites at home. Uh, Steve went with Carolina on this one. Dre, going with you first. Wow, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going with Steve's pick, Carolina. <laughs> Paul, going to you. This hotline just has me totally confused. I was going back and forth all day. Give me the Bears. Going Bears. Going Bears. Chris. Uh, I'm going to go Panacea. with the uh, Panthers on this one. No fantasy player? Well, I mean, I got I got both sides. I got David Montgomery on the Bears, and I got Robbie Anderson on the Panthers. Ooh, ooh okay. And you said you picked who? Uh, I got the Panthers. Okay, so Rob, Robbie Anderson, big game, according to Chris and his fantasy implications here. Davis. Okay, every every week I've picked the Bears, except uh, the Buccaneers win last week, and they've won every time I've picked them. Um. And the Panthers prove that they're a mediocre team that can win games if they're not supposed to, unlike the Cowboys. <clears throat> um, this is really tough. I haven't looked at any of the games this week. So, um, for now, let's go with the Panthers. 
Going Panthers for Davis Kenny. No wonder we never hit 10 minutes. Panthers. <laughs> Panthers for Kenny. Jet. Well, the Bears should be going for their third loss in a row if Tom didn't forget how to count. So I'm going Panthers. Andrew. Yeah, I trust Teddy Bridgewater more than I trust Nick Bowles. And I also think this is Mike Davis's last week to light it up again in fantasy for me. So go Panthers. You know what they say, rules are made to be broken there, Andrew. I don't think Mike Davis has a stupendous week. So I'm picking the Bears to win this game and go to 5-1 and one on the season. I think we're sleeping on the Bears. I was telling Jet before this, looking at their defensive stats and then following along their play calling. I like it this year. So going with uh, my man Nick Foles, Jimmy Graham, two-touchdown game. All right, that's a good way to end it. Fantasy relevance and the end of our Pick'em segment. Dre, tell the people who this was brought to us by. You... Okay, it was the mute button. This segment was brought to you by the Porteo Group, a 21-year logistic company based out of Houston. If you are looking for shipping to or from Mexico to the U.S., Porteo Group is your choice. And if you're also looking for nitro gloves, they can hook you up as well. So, PorteoGroup.com. Go to their website, hit them up. There you go. Thank you, Dre. But before we go to our sign-offs, I am getting a Steve Burner account message regarding our picks. Hold the phone, folks. He has something to say. Let's hear what he has to say. Come on in. <coughs> it is sick. Steve Reisner, back again with a recorded message due to my absence from the show. Here are my five primetime pick games. Browns versus Steelers. Give me the Browns. Baker Mayfield. Chiefs versus Bills. Give me Josh Allen and the Bills to win. Rams versus 49ers. Give me Jared Goff to go off for 400. Cowboys versus Cards. Give me the runner-up for MVP this year. Andy Dalton to win 50 to 12. And then Buccaneers versus Packers. Give me the greatest of all time quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, to win. <laughs> it's got to be Dre. It's got to be Dre. <laughs> I mean, I like his picks. The Cowboy pick was really good. I mean, it was a good hype right there. That was a good hype right there. I, I, think I, I, I think they said 50 to 12. Uh, that oh, my game. gosh. In the fact, losing his mind. <laughs> thank you for your fake burner account. I, Dre, I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's Buttle at this point. I don't know how you have my email address, but hey. thank you for the picks. You must be watching it live. Have, I appreciate we, have, we ruled out, um, have we ruled out Steve to be running his own burner account? That would be something. Under, hey, I don't think he can figure out the technology to send that. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to tell true. you, and Jack can attest to this, there's not a fucking shot Steve could figure out how to do <laughs> Yeah, Guy can't I even can. go live there's on Facebook. One shot. There's well, not Whoever you are, shot. we want you on one day. So just reach out to me, and I would love to have you live with the anonymous face. Just 
Come on here. Let's do our this could do our sign-offs. That was round three brought to you by the Porteo group. Let's do our sign-offs. Dre, tell the people where they can find you. That was some good stuff. Good good <laughs> good job, uh, Steve Sperner. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, you can find me at uh, Dre2124. Uh, I haven't tweeted a lot as of late because I've been doing other stuff, but uh, don't worry, I will get you back uh, if you send me a message or whatever. So, cool. Peace. Perfect. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on all platforms at Asian Tatum, uh, especially on that Twitch. Just set it up. I'm going to get ready to start uh, pouring out content as soon as possible. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Awesome. Davis. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, at dog underscore 1123. Um, all I have to say is, Baylor, figure it out. Stop getting COVID. Uh, Nick Saban, figure it out. Stop getting COVID. And Dan Mullen needs to figure it out and stop getting COVID. Thank you for that, Davis, and that PSA. Kenny Champ, where can they find you? You can find me on all social platforms at shooters underscore pod. Um, we had our winner of the NBA 2K Legend Edition contest. He got his copy in the mail today. We're going to do a ton of great giveaways for season two. Season two will be dropping at the start of November, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, Ernest, thanks for having me on again, man. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. Jet, welcome back and tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Frostbite Sports Podcast, as well as on Twitter, uh, at Frostbite Pod. Um, I wanted to mention, Kenny and I actually started doing some fun bets recently called Teasers. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but basically, you add six points to whatever point spread you like, bet five games, cash money. We won last week. We're going to keep the times rolling. Look for that on Twitter. And my sign-off message is going to be, it is absolute bullshit that Tennessee can get 23 cases of COVID, get vacation, and then come back and smack the Bills. Fuck that. Okay, thank you. See you guys. <laughs> A true AFC South competitor right there. Andrew, where can the people find you? I should have made a drinking game last, last night every time they mentioned how many times they missed games uh, or, or, or days, 16. They said it about 98,000 times on the goddamn broadcast. You would have been wasted. Uh, you can find me at Andrew Khan on Twitter. You can find us at Boomtown Pod on Facebook. And uh, very excited to announce that uh, this is cool for me. Uh, UFC 254 obviously take, taking place next weekend. Habib and Justin Gaethje are fighting. That's going to be a wicked fight. Uh, and I'm going to be joined for the after commentary on that one with a three-time CFL All-Star and a 2007 Grey Cup champion. Uh, for those that don't follow the Canadian Football League, that's big-ass news for us. Uh, Reggie the Reaper Hunt's going to be joining us, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's fantastic news, and I'm really glad to see everybody growing and, and continuing to get more and more following. That's what this is all about. So kudos to y'all, and look forward to hearing that episode. Paul, fearless leader, talk to us a little bit. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Steel Curtain, P-E-H. Madden Coffee Guy winner. If you do not <laughs> no contact <power>. me... <laughs> If you do not contact me at PEHWVU at Gmail or on Twitter at Steel Curtain PH, I'm giving that Madden copy and a $25 gift card to whoever beats us this week. So the clock is ticking, my friend, and I need the address to send you stuff. Just so we're all clear here. 
I'm not coming to your house. I'm not Googling your house. I'm literally putting it in the app to send you your free stuff. So, I don't know. If you want free stuff, guys, hit me up. At Steel Curtain, P-E-H. And we're always doing great stuff over Blue Collar. All these guys are great contributors. It's like family. Um, I just want to send out a shout out to Miles. I love you, buddy. Um, whatever you need, my DMs are always open. You have my phone number. You know, just get a hold of me. A big shout out to Miles as well. We look forward to having you back on the show. Steve, next week as well. I'll do my sign off now. I'm at I'm Ernest Silva at the Sport. Jeannie been following us all night. You'll be hearing us on the radio throughout the weekend. And hopefully you follow our picks guidance, Kenny and Davis on heaters right now. I'm right behind them in third place, but we are doing really well. If you're not following on our on our picks right now, Kenny leads all money line picks at, at uh, 57 wins and 20 losses. Davis at 53 wins and 24 losses, and I'm at 52 wins and 25 losses. So very close up there. A lot of different picks this week. So we really appreciate all of your support. Lapsters out there all alike, thank you for donating to the show. Thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, listeners, if you want to become a Lapster, it's really easy. Just reach out to us, be a part of the, the team. We put out feelers out there. If you want to compete for our trivia or for our pick em, get $25 gift cards, copies of video games, jerseys, you name it. It's out there. We put it out there. So keep following us. Keep spreading the news and appreciate all the following. Good luck, you guys, with your games this week, with fantasy, with betting. And, of course, just sit back and watch some football. It's always great just to sit back, crack a cold one, and just watch it. So hope you guys have a great rest of the weekend and be safe. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app and follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. Today.